All right, guys, we are on chapter 45. This one is called My Brother's Question. I'm working on pictures of cupcakes that talk for an ad campaign for Keisha's business. She asked me to help her. It feels great to have someone ask me for help. As I draw, I think about my sketchbook and how I love it, but don't draw on it as much anymore. It used to be the only thing that made me happy. Now I have other things too. I hear Travis chewing gum in the doorway before I see him. Without looking up, I say, Mom told you to stop chewing gum like a goat. The whole room is not supposed to hear you. He goes silent. Weird. I finish erasing a line and look over at him. He looks kind of stiff, hands stuffed in his pockets. Then he takes one hand out and brushes his chin with his fist. Travis, what's wrong? I just wanted to ask you a question. You want to borrow money or something? He does that half smile of his and shakes his head, but I can see the seriousness. You can ask me anything you want, Travis. What is it? He comes over and sits on the side of the bed. That teacher of yours, Mr. Daniels, what does he do after school with you? You mean chess? He shakes his head. No, the reading. What does he do? I mean, do you just sound out words and stuff? I put down my pencil. Well, we talk about words, but it's not the same as other teachers. Like, we never use paper. Ever. He has me write letters in blue or pink sand, or sometimes in shaving cream. Really? So you can read now? Well, not yet, but it's getting easier. It can be like running up the side of a building sometimes. I get so tired, but I am doing better. So it helps what he does? Yeah, it's more fun than learning the old way. Sometimes it's boring because he'll do a list of words that have some of the same letters in them, like light and might and night. He writes the letters that repeat in every word in red and the rest in black. Then he makes the words into pictures so I can remember them better. I flip my paper over. Here, I'll show you. And I write sun with all these little lines around it pointing, toward to, pointing outward to look like the sun. And that really helps you remember it? Yeah, and he also has these sheets of plastic that I can see through but are different colors. He puts those over pages and it makes the headaches better. It's like turning the brightness down on a computer. It's weird. No more headaches from reading? Really? Well, I still get them, but they're not nearly as bad. Like a little stick hitting my head compared to a baseball bat. Travis smiles and then stands up. Well, I'm glad he's helping you. And I'm glad that you have Keisha and Albert squirt. You're doing great. You're doing great too, Travis. Not long before you'll open up Nickerson Restoration, right? He nods once and turns to leave. He doesn't talk about the neon sign you have or the big rolling tool cases or anything. I miss hearing his mouth running like a motor about all his plans. Travis? He turns. Yeah? I could try to help you. Nah, he says, brushing his chin with his knuckles. I don't need you to do that. I was just wondering. Chapter 46 Flying Tigers and Baby Elephants Well, Allie, Albert says to me at lunchtime, before I really knew you, I used to call you the Flying Tiger. Oh, Albert, that's a great name, Keisha says. Like fierce, like nobody messes with her, right? I wish that described me, but it doesn't. Why in the world would he nickname me that? I thought that Albert paid more attention to things. I look up and he's watching me. Well, he asks, Aren't you wondering why I called you that? I shrug. It's not an insult, just my observation. I shrug again. 
Fine, tell me then. Before the United States entered World War II, there were a bunch of American pilots in China. They were called the Flying Tigers. They flew those planes with the shark teeth on the nose. Wait, I say, my dad and brother love those planes. He nods once as I try hard to shake out the mind movie of me as an airplane. They did not have many planes, so they would repaint them every few missions, change a bit of the design and the numbers so that the Japanese would think there were far more of them than there really were. I sort of know what he means. I've watched you trying to figure out how to repaint yourself for other people all the time, trying to make them think one thing about you when the opposite was true, like with the teachers, always getting sent to the office. Wow, I can't believe Albert noticed all this. Okay, Keisha asks, do you name everyone like that? I like analogies. They interest me and help me understand. What about me? Did you have a nickname for me? He hesitates. Okay, Professor, spill it, Keisha says. He bites his lip. Listen, you better tell me, and tell me now. The baby. What? The baby? Are you kidding me? She gets a great name like the Flying Tiger, and you call me the baby? What the heck is that supposed to mean? He turns red. I didn't want to offend you. Well, it's just a little too late for that. I'm going to send you into space, where no man has gone before. No kidding. Is Keisha quoting Star Trek now? The girl has lost her mind. I called you the baby because when you're quiet, you're taking everything in. But when you want something, you're loud about it and usually get your way pretty fast. I burst out laughing. Oh man, Keisha, that is just too perfect. She folds her arms with a bit of a thump, but then begins to laugh too. Albert, do you have one for yourself? I ask. When he doesn't say no, I know it means yes. Tell us, Keisha says. I'm the elephant. Because you're big? I ask. No, Keisha says, because he has a good memory. Elephants do have good memories, he says. But that isn't why I chose it as my symbolic name. Then why? I ask. Well, I've become a pachyderm. Is that a religion? I ask. His face twitches a bit. No, an elephant is a pachyderm. It means an animal with a thick skin. I guess we're all pachyderms then, or we pretend to be. His finger picks at the side of his thumb. Elephants feel a wide range of emotions, but their behavior remains constant. On the outside, happy and sad often look the same. I can't remember the last time I had nothing to say about something. All this time I thought that Albert was a science guy with as much feeling as a pine cone. But I was wrong. All that watching he does, all that thinking, really does understand things. He definitely gets me.